how many how many times bro does that happen where god intends something for our good and we see it as bad it's 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 a daily <laughs> it's a, my it's man a, said every day bro i'm like Lord, said, what? it's happening right now dog like you don't even see it bro i'm telling you bro, it's so funny you know i think about you know when it comes to this how is it that jonah lord spoke jonah completely decided to go a different way the lord commanded the fish and the fish went it didn't say nah i'm gonna go the other way how is it that the oh the, the fish bro the fish was more obedient. <laughs> the fish was like all right oh. bet and Jonah over here like, nah, man. So you're going to send obedience towards disobedience. And what happens with obedience? It it captures disobedience. And there's like, there's a moment where that unlocks, I think, for a lot of Christians. And there's Christians that are saved, I believe. They're fully saved and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in passing or um, when God chooses they will enter to be into his presence right but they won't in, they won't experience his presence here mm. on this side of heaven exactly yep. there's a lot of christians that i think that they miss out because they never get to that point where they realize that it's not about it's not just about salvation it's not just about purpose even it's not just about here on this earth there comes a moment where you start to realize it's about him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you start to realize this is the most precious thing I've ever experienced right and you will start to make decisions totally based on that totally mm -hmm. based on intimacy with him totally based on the fact that you just want to get closer mm -hmm. mm. and it will sometimes have you looking foolish all right, welcome everybody to the Valley of the Heroic podcast. I am here with a new friend, Dimitri, who I just met recently on uh, social media. This dude is super dope. Um, he has a podcast called The Oasis Lifestyle, mm -hmm. and um, he's just out here just creating content as well for the Lord and, and also just living his life with his wife and and just being a family man and yes. you know, uh, we had the pleasure of meeting and so today we're going to get into a conversation that I think you guys are going to enjoy so uh, stay tuned and uh, I'll see you guys at the end so uh, Dimitri why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself just what you do and so they get to know you a little bit yeah uh, again bro first let me just say thank you it's dope that we get a chance to do this um, my name is Dimitri Dimitri Amos I live here in sunny California. It's extremely hot right now, so I'm trying to keep my body right, my attitude right, you know. But right now it's good, you know, so I'm not going to trip too much. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm out here, been living here for uh, about the last 16 years. I was born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know people get kind of confused. They're like, wait, I didn't know brothers lived out in Minnesota, but I'm out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, been out here and um, like uh, Eric, you said, man, have a lovely wife, got four kids. So everything that I do is for them, for my family. 
and uh, just making sure that I can lead by example. So um, we created a business a while back and uh, it's called ASO Studios. <clears throat> um, I have, like you said, I have my podcast under the organization. And uh, right now, uh, God has been just moving in and through our lives in such a, a way, man, where it's just, it's been so impactful and just watching him help me grow up because there's people mm -hmm. out there who need us, you know what I'm saying? And, and how can they know this if Dimitri ain't right, if Dimitri ain't got himself together. So he's been uh, really dealing with me in a lot of areas, but it's been a blessing because uh, through this process, we've been able to create our business, you know, and uh, yeah. which has been able to help people who were dealing with doubt in their lives and uh, help them go from doubt to faith. So that's all I want to wow. do is to help people uh, get out of those places, figure out what their purpose is, and uh, just move them into a relationship with Christ. Bro, you're literally uh, talking my language. Mm, yes, sir. Talking my language, bro. <laughs> just like helping people get to their purpose has been like, has been my, like a passion for me. Yeah, I was for like real. 14 years old, man. Mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing about my purpose. I mean, Ain't people lying. were telling me that I was called. People were telling me all this, all this stuff. And, you know, like I'm hearing it, but also at the same time, I, you truly don't have a grasp on that. Bro, I'm 34 now and I still don't feel like I have a grasp on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Um, actually, I was telling my brothers the other day um, that I don't feel I don't feel like an adult. And they were mm. laughing. They're just like, what do you mean, bro? You got kids. Right. And I'm just like, yo, just because I'm 34 doesn't mean that I feel like like I have it figured out because mm. I don't. There's times yeah. where I feel like I'm wondering, what am I doing? Now, I do have a better grasp on it. Mm -hmm. But at the mm -hmm. same time, and I, and I do... And I do feel like I'm being led by by Jesus, but there's those moments where you're just like, "Dang, am I am I tripping?" And right. it's like like you said, something mm -hmm. you said really stood out to me. You said, um, "If Dimitri ain't right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bro," and I feel that, bro. If Eric ain't right, <clears throat> my family can't be right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If Eric ain't right, my wife can't. My wife most likely can't be right. Come on, bro. You're preaching right now. You know now. what I'm saying? Like, yo, for real, that's how it is. My kids mm -hmm. can't be right, mm -hmm. let alone people that you're called to minister to and speak to and lead and or, or even just people that you're just called to just give one word to that they just need in a certain season. Mm -hmm. But your mind ain't right. So you're not even in the right place to be able to deliver that word, let alone hear that word from the Holy Spirit while he's trying to deliver it to you. Come on, man. Come on now. Stop. <laughs> Stop, bro. How, how long we 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 five minutes in, dog? Y'all better strap in for a ride. Y'all better strap in, boy, because hey. it's about to be wild. Because, yes. but this is the reality, bro. This is the mm -hmm. reality that um we have to be able to to have our mind right. Yes, I think that's why the word says, uh, "Set your mind on things above." You have to, dog. <laughs> you have to. We have to because. If we get caught up, if we get caught up in this world, we get caught lacking and we get just strung up by all of the details of our life, which I get it with. It's, it's easy. It's, it's hard mm -hmm. to set your mind on Jesus. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to to uh, take your thoughts captive. 
Yeah. But that's why the word says, take your thoughts captive. Like this is, we're in a war for our mind. Yes, sir. And bro, that's why I'm saying you're speaking my language because bro, if you ain't right, we can't do what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this season right now of your life, what is it? What does it mean for you to um, to be in the right place? What does that mean for you specifically? Man, for me specifically to be in the right place, um, it means my <clears throat> my right standing with God. You know, what does that look like for me? You know, because every day. There's something that we can do, right? There's something that yeah. we got going on. We got 3,000 different ways we can go. And uh, and being in my right mind means that each of those 3,000 ways that I go, I'm trying to have my steps ordered through the direction of Holy Spirit. I'm trusting in what he's giving me versus in my own thoughts, right? Demetri got his own thoughts about what he want to do, yeah. which is, you know, go ahead and eat five Timbo's cereal this morning, Right. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> but Let's be real because those fruity pebbles will have you in a headlock, dog. <laughs> Bro, you know Bro. it's just some it's just something about that motion, man. And it, Yo, and it, for real. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like come on. something about that motion. Like I, I've been doing this since I was a kid, dog. Like, Bro, stop playing. I'm telling you, man. And when I when I say this too, I'm letting you know right now. Bro, ask my mama right now. She she told me a long time ago. She was like, baby, you always been a serial man. You want to know? She said you went to church one day and they had you guys fill out what you all you were thankful for. And when you when we got the paper back from you, yo said, I thank God for food and for cereal. <laughs> Bro, that's that's how you know that that cereal game for me is top tier, bro. That's S tier. My man said, "I'm gonna thank God for this food, but I'm gonna also have to thank Him for this cereal, right? yeah, because these are on two different levels. Though it's a whole different category, man. You know, but but when I think about that, you know, like truthfully, it's the part where God is like, "Look, I love you, son, but." You know, my word talks about this gluttonous thought process. Hey, Amy, you mm. can't have no cereal. Enjoy the yeah. cereal. That's what I, I want you to, you know. Right. But you got to have 10 bowls. Really? You got to have 10? You, yeah, you that yeah. hungry? I mean, just eat the one and call it a day so you can keep pushing throughout the day because my purpose yeah. is bigger than those 10 bowls. You know, those wow. you, you might end up losing something in those 10 bowls where now your sleep becomes the purpose and you need to get about two extra hours that you didn't actually need. So and so when it that's why I talk about when it comes to my mental capacity, my rant standing with him, it's being obedient in those areas where he's he's talking clearly and I'm listening, I'm obeying, I'm applying. It's not just hearing what he says, right? Because <laughs> we can't just yeah. be doers, hearers of the word, but we got to be doers of the word. So if he's saying something, my mind says, like, yo, all right, Lord. Man, it's as hard as a mug, but all right, to it is, to it yeah. is, and I'm on. Yeah. And and I feel that the more that I step into that presence, that I'm more equipped to do the things that I'm called to do. Mm. That's Bro. just the truth. Let's 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 roll this back a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Because oh, people like this could go over so many people's heads because they're probably hearing what you're saying, but they're not hearing the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. We're not just talking about bowls of cereal. We ain't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, 
Like I'm gonna I'm gonna look straight into this camera real quick because you the <laughs> listener. We not talking just we're not just talking about bowls of cereal. Right. Don't let this go over your head. What mm-hmm. we're talking about is those when you see, because the thing is when you get to a certain level, not a certain level of like notoriety, because really this ain't about me, this ain't about Dimitri. It's not about us. Right. It's right. not about notoriety and being dope and all that stuff that God does give you, but it's not about that, right? It's about you get to a certain level of trust with Jesus where you're giving away your autonomy. You're saying, I'm going to live according to your plan for my life rather than my plan. When you get Mm -hmm. to that point where you start to walk in that, that's when things like this start to get important. And you know what? There's a parallel to because this is all at the at the end of the day, it's all about being disciplined Mm -hmm. for a higher purpose. Right. In this case, we're talking about God. So there's an elevated level of it where we're saying we're communing with God and in and through that process, we're receiving from him a purpose and we're acting accordingly. But Mm -hmm. even if you're just trying to be a disciplined man or woman in your life, the, the more disciplined you want to be, the more efficient you want to be. Um, if you want to be a very low percentage of body fat, because you want to be a a better athlete or you want to be one of the greatest minds in your field, or you want to be able to be one of the greatest uh, uh, people speakers in your uh, uh, career field, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you're going to have to give some things up. And the higher you want to go, the more you have to think about. That's when you start thinking about things like, I need to have control over my mouth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my eating because it might seem like it's small. The sacrifice might be small, quote unquote, and simple, but that doesn't make it easy. Mm. So, but as you sacrifice that thing, the dividends it pays in your life, as far as how much you're able to get back from having made that sacrifice becomes larger and larger. Because now you're doing you're doing things that you're making a sacrifice for something that's greater, and and that's gonna pay off. Man, it's gonna pay off. That's so like, bro. Like I'm I'm hearing you about the cereal, bro. Like (laughs) I'm here. I'm telling you, in this season, I'm hearing you about the cereal. I'm hearing you, bro. Yes, like sir. specifically about the cereal and about the larger message, man. And, and it's the truth because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's been going on, bro, up in here, but just I'm letting you Not know it's good, been bro. one of them things. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, as I've been really uh, tuning in, you know, meaning, you know, like everyone we, we got us. It's like the radio, right? There's a frequency and some people picking up static right now. And uh, and I'm trying to really tap into an actual station where it comes in crystal clear, you know, and so it's like in order for you to do that, you got to move left and right. You got to turn certain things out. You got to turn this way. You got to turn that way. But it's when God's directing you so that you can pick up from him. And that's really all I'm trying to stay is in that lane. And what I really had to recognize for myself was through this process of discipline, what he's trying to get to Dimitri is obedience. Right. It's like, look, when I ask you to do something, are you capable of doing that? I know you are. Number one, I just need you to know that you're capable of doing that. Right. Wow. And that you actually do that. 
because <clears throat> obedience to me and the way that God has formulated things for my life, man, I literally started a, um, a business through this lifestyle, right? You, the Oasis lifestyle itself has to do, it's an acronym and it's obedience, accountability, um, sacrifice, integrity, and serving, right? And so if, if, if I'm going to walk a certain way and I believe that God has called me to a bigger purpose, obedience is what he's requiring of me. Because he's trying to get something to me, not just for Dimitri, right? Matthew 6 and 33, we know the scripture pretty well, but it talks about the kingdom, seeking after the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you, right? So <clears throat> if I'm to do that, it's really to let go of the things that I want, right? In the moment, I have desires, which is okay. I have my own wants, right? But he has specific needs, Right. That have to be taken care of. And so it's like my mindset is so focused on going after the needs, the desires that he has for me, the purpose that he has for me, that I have to start letting go of all of these things, man, I've struggled with for years. It's like, all right, give it up. We in the season right now that people ain't got time for you to be sitting here playing around. There's so much that I need to get to you because I'm trying to get to them and I got to get it through you, son. You my vessel. OK, you my vessel. But you you got you got this thing holding you up and you ain't pouring it out. You got I need you because people don't know me. You know me. They don't know me like that. But I got to get to them through you. And so this obedience thing, two bowls of cereal, like I said, man, is so that I can continue to move forward and have that extra time that I know that I need because Dimitri know his body too, right? I know if I eat, I get sleepy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, how do I let that go? So I got to really start fine tuning these things, right? To pick up on that correct frequency. Bro, um, now that we've we've hit on like one of the smaller things, mm. um, I'd love to hear for you personally that, uh, <clears throat> Of course, according to whatever you feel at liberty to share. Of course. Uh, one of your bigger things uh, just recently in your life, maybe that God has just been calling you to sacrifice or be obedient in this really just been leaving a mark on you. Yeah, I um, I'm a I love wine. Wine has been a part of my life since, you know, I don't know, I say 2006, 2007. Um, and it really started with my, my sister, not that she was the, the, the influencing behind it. That's all me, but it's just a, what she did with her business and, and things like that. She's a uh, pretty uh, big into wine and, uh, since then has transitioned to some new stuff. Um, <clears throat> But because of her, I learned and started tasting new things, you know, like, oh, this came in. Oh, that's kind of good. Oh, that's cool. That, man, that's good. You know, and uh, before you knew it, bro, red wine uh, just became a, a soft spot for me. You know, it was mm -hmm. like it was like family, you know, you know, I know a specific bottle that I got. <clears throat> I wasn't a person who went out to go get drunk. You know, I that wasn't a, a part of my life. But what it was, was I knew it hit a sweet spot with me, though. You know, mm. it was a nice little spot where I was just like, Woo, feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and but I there was just one day and this was honestly not too long ago, because, again, as I uh, am continually hearing from him, um, 
it's just like he was speaking to me. He's like, you don't, you don't need that. Hmm. You don't. And it's like, wait, you talking about like, I'm cool. And Bible talks about it, you know, like I ain't being drunk. I'm not here going crazy. You don't, you don't need it. Why do you, why, why do you need it for? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I enjoy it. It tastes good. I get it. I wasn't it. even thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I get it, you know, the, you know, but but what is what is your actual purpose for it? Remember, everybody else might be something a little different, but I'm speaking directly to you. What is your purpose for the wine? There was no no reason, no logic I could provide. It was just I enjoyed it. It was fun. I liked the way it made me feel a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even in those days, I recognize that I'm trying to be clear in my head and and actually know that I'm receiving from Holy Spirit still when I'm speaking to people. I don't want to have any form of being under the influence, right? Where right. it seems like, <clears throat> like I have removed a little bit of that part, you know, of myself, um, of, of Holy Spirit speaking through me because of a interference. Mm. <clears throat> so I've had to learn that yes, even if it's okay in areas, I don't, I don't hate on nobody because I've been doing it for a minute, <clears throat> you know. But right now, my season is to just let it go, and uh, and so for me, that's been a an adjustment, you know, like not a like <sighs> I'm itching, you yeah. know, Lord. <laughs> 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 but it's just been like, okay, I, I kind of know how my my Friday nights are, you know, after ten, you know, and. Lean back a little bit. Fat Joe said it best, but and then I would just kind of, kind of, kind of relax from there, you know. But um, but even with that, you know, the the small, simple details, man, is where we have to pay attention. And is it like something that I can really let go of? If he told, if he's talking to me about it, and I'm in the season of obedience for my life, then. It don't matter what it is. It don't matter how small it looks. It don't matter how how granular it could be. It doesn't matter how to someone else it could be like, oh, this is fine. Well, hey, that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm not knocking you. But for me specifically, knock it off, cut it out. So I'm like, all right. Wow. Bet. So it's I been a transition, man, you know, but like just being like, all right, now I take up and replace this time that I had with the other time that he's been trying to get from me. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's a if there's a reason why he's trying to remove this from my life, there is a time, there's something within this time frame that I got to be doing mm. where he's trying to operate, but he can't because like I said, that that's static. It's that static right there. So I have to find ways to remove it, man, and just say, All right, all right, Lord, <clears throat> you're right. <laughs> we already know he is, but we still yeah. say it like all right. All right. You're right. I can't. What am I supposed to say? <clears throat> I had my legal team here with me. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, hey look, look, look it up. Is there anything you, you can say here? What you got? You ain't got nothing. No, nah, we ain't got nothing, bro. You, this, is, this is the L right here for you. And we don't lose. But today we did. And so that's uh, that's how always is with him. It is not to to make me upset. It's not to piss me off or nothing like that. He just wants to make sure that the frequency is, is lined up correctly. Mm. Bro. Thank you for sharing that, bro. That was uh, very insightful and just like real, like, I really appreciate you uh, 
taking the moment to share that because um, like some people probably would be like, oh, I don't want to share this because people might get the wrong idea. But like mm -hmm. you said, it's not something that really th there's like a nuance here. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you were in a place where um, at least in your mind and in your heart, your conscience was free. Yeah. Until he came and he said, you don't need that. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I, I know. Why are we talking about this? Like, <laughs> um, and I love that about the Lord, bro. I love how he will just basically, uh, he does that with me too. He'll give a leading statement mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where he doesn't say fully what he's saying, but you know that there's more behind what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's like, that's like, to me, it's bananas because yeah. he'll straight up, he'll straight up ask you, um, like, I don't know, something like, do you know what you're doing here? Meanwhile, <laughs> the whole time you thought, you thought you did. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I know since you're asking me, that obviously means I don't. So I'm not going to, uh. Go ahead and say yes. I'm going to go ahead and say, <laughs> what do you want to teach me in this moment? Bro, I he, love, like, I got to say, I love that about him. I love yeah. that. It's one of my, like, endearing traits of the Holy Spirit where he'll just, like, lovingly correct you about something. And it feels both so heavy and so loving at the same time. Bro, come on. That, that's, exactly, that's exactly it right there, what you just said. He don't need to yell to get your attention. He speaks so, so smooth, so silky. It's just like, it's so, and like you said, so loving, but it, man, it puts you in a place where you're like, how could I have done this for so long? And all he's just like, stop, go, peace. And you're just like, what? You hit the one-liner? <clears throat> and the one-liner will take you on a journey, studying your word, trying to figure out what it was. And before you know it, man, you hit a scripture. That scripture just talks to you in such a way. And then you start to understand just a piece of what he was trying to get to you because you don't understand the full story. You know what I'm saying? Like you get you get enough, though. It'd be like, all right, OK, OK, I see where you're trying to connect with me. and He wants you to continue on into that place like there's something here, but I only have to speak once. I ain't got to come out here and be trying to get in your ear a thousand and a half times. I said it. I know what I said. You heard it. I know you heard it because my sheep hear my voice. Yeah. So you can't sit here and say you didn't hear that. So that's Bible right there. <laughs> that it is, bro. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and and but you just you preaching, dog, and and it's honestly a, a beautiful thing to see how. Um, that control is, is just like, he has such a way, a way of knowing his children so well and what ministers to them. And, and he's so loving in the same breath, you know, of all of it, like not here to put us down, not here uh, to do anything other than to just understand there's a path that he wants us to take right now. And we got to be about that life. You know, I think that it's never about the fact that God because what, you, what you're saying right now, what you were saying before is making me realize how um, a lot of times God is speaking to us and we don't realize that there's a transaction happening. Hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And he'll never make it about that. He will never make it about that. He'll never say, I want you to do this so that this can happen. Or I want you to do this because I'm trying to bless you in this way. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's a good father. Right? Not that bad fathers do that. But he's such a good father that he's not going to hang a carrot above you. Right. Every single time that he tells you to do something. Exactly. Because he knows that that's not going to draw you into deeper relationship. Mm-hmm. That's going to mm-hmm. draw you into deeper wanting things. There you go. Amen. And so, um, but every single time that God is calling us to do something and God is asking us for something, there is a measure of blessing that is coming on the other side of that. Right. And I think that sometimes we don't realize that because we want to hold on to what he's asking us for, depending on the degree of difficulty in giving that up. Right. We want to hold on to it. Because we're not seeing that on the other side of that, there's a blessing. Even if that blessing is deeper intimacy with him. Come on now. Come on. For real. Truth. That's... I don't think pe- people are like, oh, you, you know, nobody's going to say this. But in their response of not being willing to give it up, what they're saying is, is that thing, they value it more than intimacy with Jesus. Mm. And... Man, that is, that's huge, dog. Like, I mean, honestly, that's truthfully it. And, and because we shouldn't be, like you said, there's, there's no desire to do this to get something. Right. If, we, if we're doing this to get something, we have already started incorrectly and it's going to finish incorrectly. Mm-hmm. But really letting go of <clears throat> those things and really understanding that those things are the byproduct of the relationship. Right. These things come through your relationship, a genuine relationship with him, not something that you're trying to create to get something, but something that you get because of something that you actually created genuinely. And he just wants to do that because he's a good father. You know what? All right. I got a Lambo waiting for you, you know, over somewhere. <laughs> Man. Man, that's well, praise the Lord. But that Lambo don't move you the same way it did when you're trying to chase after it, right? So yeah. now you recognize that the relationship has become the more important thing and then now the thing is just a byproduct. Don't mean you ain't going to push, but now you're like, hey, you're now your mindset is in its right place. It's with the father. <clears throat> it's in obedience to him. It's walking with him in the cool of the day and just knowing that the relationship is more important than anything else. Because if that's... <clears throat> I mean, we know the religion is not the important aspect of it. It's the relationship, right? Yeah. So if that's what it's about, focus on that. Everything else just kind of comes by default. That's just what happens. So you don't even worry about it no more. You're just so pressed in on the relationship. He sees that things happen flat out. The relationship becomes the goal. It really does. The relationship becomes everything that you're striving for. And there's like, there's a moment where that unlocks, I think, for a lot of Christians. And there's Christians that are saved, I believe they're fully saved and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in passing or um, when God 
chooses they will enter to be into his presence right but they won't they won't experience his presence here Mm. on this side of heaven exactly there's a lot of christians that i think that they miss out because they never get to that point where they realize that it's not about it's not just about salvation it's not just about purpose even it's not just about here on this earth there comes a moment where you start to realize it's about him Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you start to realize this is the most precious thing I've ever experienced. Right. And you will start to make decisions totally based on that. Totally mm-hmm. based on intimacy with him. Totally based on the fact that you just want to get closer. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it will sometimes have you looking foolish. <laughs> Right? For real, bro. But the cost of not doing it would be losing out on intimacy. Mm. Bro. And when you're in that middle spot, you're in that middle place where you know Jesus, but you don't know him intimately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you're not quite there to the point where you start to experience him. That middle place is very difficult for people. It is. It's true. They, they'll they live a life where they go to church every Sunday. They try their best. Um, a lot of it is on their own strength. Maybe every once in a while they get a word and they try to live their purpose. Right. But they never f- like fully. Give themselves under his lordship. Right. Right. Because they've counted the cost and they're like, I don't know if this what I'm I'm supposed to gain is enough. Mm-hmm. But if you could just get, if you could just get to that point where you start to taste and see that the Lord is good, yes. And I wonder if there's something that we yes, can do yes. to help people get to that. All they got to do is get to that first point, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then your life is never the same. Right, right. And if there's people listening, it's like if. If you feel like life is just, it's just not cutting it. I wonder if there's something that you could do right now to press into Jesus so that you would start to see mm-hmm. just how worth it he is. Man, that's, that's huge, dog. And, and I really, I really encourage people to think on these things because not a lot of people, you know, are, we should all learn how to do outreach. We should all learn how to witness. We should all learn how to be able to connect with people on the street in the store, um, wherever, however, whomever. Right. Because again, there might be something within these people, a gift or a talent that they have that, is meant for somebody, but they've never tried to understand what that gift and talent is. And because they'd never gotten close to Christ, the the one who God, who gave that to them, he gave them an idea. He gave them uh, an ability that sets them apart from somebody else. Eric, your gift and talent, we might have similar gifts and talents, right? But he's created you specifically for that ministry, over there mm-hmm. while I'm over here doing my ministry over here. Right. Mm-hmm. But people won't press in. They assume that they know what they 
what they're supposed to be doing, but you can't understand what that looks like without him. And so if people just took more time to really understand, like, God, what is it that you have for me? What is it that you are, are, you know, like, and what is it that you, you, you want? Just cry out to him that he's there for that. He, he, all he's looking for is that relationship. He wants to speak to you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to have sit down and dine with you. That's all it is. Just to, just like you and I are chopping it up. He wants it greater than this. As we're driving in the car, talking to our homies on the phone or Bluetooth, right? Let's be real in California, get in trouble, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, like my best friend, if I'm talking, talking to him and I've spent an hour and a half on the phone with him, guys like looking like, where his time at? You know, how, where, where is my time with you where I get that intimate time with you? You talk it up with him so easy, no problems, no, no nothing. But yet when it comes to me, it's so legalistic and so ritualistic and so whatever, like, but I don't, I'm not looking for that from you. I'm looking for a genuine relationship where you and I can get to know each other. I know who you are, but I really want you to understand who I am. And, and, and that's where now we're just pressing in, in a different way and just in general conversation. So man, for, for years now, I get up, I take my time and prayer. As I'm driving throughout the day, I'm just like, Dad, I got a question. How am I supposed to handle this situation? What am I supposed to do with this? Okay. Then all of a sudden I sit quietly and I wait. And he'll give me something. Something just picks up in the spirit. It's like, okay, bet. I'm going to go ahead and try to run that. Or, Lord, what should I eat today? So simple, because it might be an idea of what I want to eat, but he might have a whole purpose for me today on do this instead. Mm-hmm. And it's just so many different things through relationship. You start to find out like through a ton of communication back and forth, you start to recognize so much more about what's happening around you. Now it ain't just with your your blinders on no more. They're supposed to be focusing forward, but now you start to see things so differently. Now you're not just driving your car no more. Now that car has purpose with like, yo, I have to, I'm intentional today. You know, like I got intentions today. Like he, he's guiding me to, you know, have that relationship. And some days, man, he just like, I love you. I've been thinking about you. Just want to know, wanted you to know this. You've been a good son. Don't worry. Don't lose the faith. You've been doing everything you're supposed to do, even though there's stuff that you still got to do. But a father does that. A good father will do that. He does that just to let you know he loves you. Sometimes there ain't nothing there other than just the fact that he's wanted you to know he loves you. And that's what I love about him, man, just being able to to see that he can do that. And for other people who are out there who don't know, who are hurting, who are lost, that's all he wants to get to them. I love you. I care about you more than you know. No matter what happened in your past, no matter what took place, no matter who did you wrong, no matter who stepped out of line, no matter who abused you, did anything they could to hurt you. I am not that type of person. I am not that type of father. And I'm not a man that I should lie. And so for me, try me. Trust me. And it's just a beautiful thing, man, to see if people were willing to take that step 
to see what God will do for them and just the fact of giving them that peace, you know, that shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness. And he's the only one who can provide that, dog. I can't do it. I can give them some sense, you know, but but I'm not the alpha or the omega. I'm not the beginning or the end, but I can lead them to him the way that he took care of me. He'll take care of you even better than I ever could, you know? Hmm. He's just awesome, man. Yes. He's just, and, <clears throat> and I'm really grateful, you know, for opportunities like this because, you know, not a lot of people take the time to really dig into that love, you know, that agape love that we try to achieve uh, and, and get in our lives. But, you know, with his unconditional love, um, every day I try to reach that but there's somewhere along the way. And that's why repentance is there for us <laughs> because we already know there's going to be mistakes and he knows that there's going to be mistakes. You, you, there's things that you didn't even recognize that took place um, that happened. And that's where that grace and mercy is, man, for, for those things. We, we keep trying to get into alignment. We keep trying to hear from him. We keep trying to build on the relationship and then a good father convicts and corrects. And now you get back on course again. And uh, and that's what I love that he ain't got me out here looking like a scrub, bro. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like I can I can trust in him enough to know, like even if that feeling is of a scrub mentality in a sense, right? It's more of like he understands that there's a necessary moment for this, and it's required to get closer. You know, there's just something there that he wants to dial in with us, and and I really believe that the trials and tribulations, right. Increases that, that patience in us. And, and, uh, but it, it helps, uh, so much more to be like, okay. All right. I see you. I see you. That's good. What you did there, God, <laughs> that's good. You know, and it just, to me, builds that trust, uh, even more or my faith, uh, in, in him even more. He's going to, He's going to tell you the things that you need to hear at every given moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you just have to trust that. It yeah, might man. just be that I love you and you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of this one time uh, back in like 2015. I remember it was 2015 because that was uh, a time in my life. One of the, I would probably say where our relationship took a really strong turn and I started to hear the Holy spirit more clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, one day it was a nice summer day with a beautiful breeze coming in through my window. It was like one of those beautiful days and I had the curtains open and the curtains were just flowing. It was real Holy spirity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just <laughs> sat down on my bed, bro. I sat down. I remember I'll never forget. I'll never forget this moment for the rest of my life. I literally sat down. As soon as I sat, I was facing out towards the window. I immediately heard the Holy Spirit say to me, you're impatient with people. Mm. Mm. Face <laughs> leaking immediately. My, my my tear ducts were like booyaka booyaka. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, I was I was crying so hard. I didn't say no words. 
I didn't respond. I didn't even process it. Mm-hmm. But it was what I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I needed that. Yeah. And he was right. And I knew he was right, even though before that, it was a huge blind spot. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, I'm still growing in that area today. But there's some moments where I just get really impatient with people. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said earlier, he'll tell you what you need to hear, right? In that moment, later he might not reveal the whole thing. Right. But later on, he'll start to add layers to it. So years later, he'll say to me, hey, you're impatient with people because when you were a child, people were impatient with you. Mm. Mm. Okay. So you grew up thinking that this was the normal way to treat people whenever they trigger you in an area that, that you start to see that this is stuff that you used to do. Mm expectations that people had on you that were unfair. So now you place those same expectations on other people. And in those moments where you get triggered, your, your trigger manifests in you being impatient with them. Wow. Wow. And um, I call it surgery. That's when <laughs> the Lord starts doing surgery on you. Yeah. True. And while those moments aren't easy, um, they definitely are necessary. You see, the thing is, is that not everybody wants to necessarily live a quote unquote great life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to live a life full of purpose. Not everybody wants to be the best that they can be. However, that doesn't mean that God isn't calling you to that. Amen. And it doesn't mean that my greatest I could ever be or your purposeful life Mm -hmm. has to look the same that everybody else's does. Right. Everybody thinks it's like, I don't know, like fame, riches, the stuff that we, we acquire to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But what if the very thing that you're trying to avoid, like you don't, you don't want to be out in the public. You don't want to be uh, to have to deal with a lot of money. Mm-mm. What if those very things are desires that God <clears throat> placed in your heart and he never called you to those things? Right. What if a great life for you, a purposeful life for you just means experiencing God for you? Right. Right. In your own personal life mm-hmm. and living a life of diligence. Mm-hmm. But you're running away because you see people around run either for one of two things. They run away because they are actually called to something and they don't think they're good enough or because they're misunderstanding what God is going to do with them. Right. And um, if you are running away, I want you to think of the possibility that you're running away because you know that you are called to something Hmm. and uh, running is tiresome. And you're going to be running for the rest of your life. So maybe it's time for you to just say, okay, I'm going to stop running. I'm just going to trust you. Hmm. Or you're running from something and you got it twisted. Yeah. What you think God is going to do, he's not even, it's not even on his mind. He he might be calling you to a whole restful lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you're running, which is not restful. Yeah, yeah. Either way, no matter what it is, if God calls you to something, it is going to produce rest in your life. Yes. 
Amen. is going to produce life in your life. You're going mm -hmm. to feel good about it, even though you're, you might be scared of it, wherever you find yourself on the spectrum of those two things. Right. Trust and believe that it's going to produce rest and goodness in your life. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, man, I just really feel for anybody who might feel like they're running right now, that it's time to stop. That's, that's huge, man. And, you know, <clears throat> I don't know who you think about in the Bible when it comes to running, right? Specifically. Jonah. <laughs> we there. <Easy. laughs> my boy was, this, like, God was right. God was right here. My boy was right. Running in the complete other direction, my boy. My boy was like, he's God. God started talking. He was like, "Nah, yeah. no. I'm good." <laughs> Dog, that's what his first thing I thought about was Jonah. I was like, "Homeboy dipped, man. He was, he was gone, and he Yo, was like, he was the first member of Dipset." <laughs> man i'm telling you and that's that is what that's funny that's so funny it's just like he literally did he he dipped bro he just he was like nah i'm not about that life <clears throat> i'm about to get on this boat come and kick it for a little bit i'm trying to get up out of here the brothers on the boat was like hold up a second since you got in this boat we've had some issues we don't know what's going on and what's causing this problem he said man you know, just throw me on over this boat. It's me, <laughs> bro. But like, yo, but isn't it crazy how God gave them the clarity to be able to see that He was the problem quickly too? And yo, oh my God, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, bro. Yo, and I, I'm I'm telling you, Jonah. Ooh, Holy Spirit just dropped something on me. Come on, brother. Jonah probably saw that as a curse. Mm. He was like. Why would God bail me out to these people? Why would he shine a light on me? So and that results in me having to get thrown off of this boat into the water, end up in the belly of a fish. And instead of seeing the blessing and love that God was pouring out on him in that moment by keeping him accountable to the word that he gave him, right. he saw it as bad and he it did. was good <laughs> bro tell me how tell many, me how many times bro does that happen where god intends something for our good and we see it as bad it's 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 a daily <laughs> it's a, my it's man a, said every day <laughs> bro i'm like he said it's happening right now dog like you don't even see it <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, right? it's so funny. You know, I think about, you know, when it comes to this, how is it that Jonah, Lord spoke, Jonah completely decided to go a different way. The Lord commanded the fish and the fish went. It didn't say, nah, I'm going to go the other way. How is it that the, oh, the fish, bro, the fish was more obedient. <laughs> the fish was like, all right, oh. man. <clears throat> and Jonah over here like, nah, man. So you're going to send obedience towards disobedience. And what happens with obedience? It 
it captures disobedience. And that's exactly throw my headphones, bro. I don't want to listen to you no more. And and there was nothing that he could do. There was nothing he could do. He's stuck. He's stuck. You ain't getting out of here. You in the belly. And that's disobedience coming under subjection. Obedience is always going to win out. And this is what it looks like when you're obedient. There's there's just so much power and authority in that. Disobedience has nothing. You might think that going your own way is going to do something, but God was a, when you turn to go run away from God, he was already in front of you. So, (laughs) you know, and that's nasty. (laughs) I told, I was telling my wife, that stink. You in Cali, but I I smelled that from over here, bro. (laughs) You smelling me, bro? And it just makes me think, you know, people will literally run. And I'm just thinking like today, right? We we have planes, trains, and automobiles. People will get on a plane, go across seas to run away from their purpose. But God's greeting them with the sign, hey, I'm still here. I ain't, you can't get away from me. When the enemy comes and attacks you and he's trying to condemn you for something, guess what? God is there to relieve you from those things in his timing. Mm. But when God is on you, there ain't nowhere, nothing you can do to get away from that. There is nothing you can do. So that's why it's just like running away. That love is going to feel like torment, bro. It's exactly what you don't realize that it's love. Mm. You, you, you gain love from God and you think it's torment and, but it's tormenting you because you running away, running away. Instead of because you, you're trusting in your own uh, lean, not to your own understanding, your thought process says, like you said, no, this is this is not right. I know it's not. I know. I shouldn't. Why am I feeling this way? No, I've never I've never felt this way before. I've never dealt with a situation like this before. This is not me. Why am I? No, something ain't right, bro. Maybe I need to go to the doctor and get checked out right quick. Something's going on. Right. It's love, bro. It's love that is trying to radiate itself towards you but you ain't experienced love like that before so it's a confusing thing to people to say i don't know what this is right because you ain't been loved the right way you haven't experienced Mm. that agape love that only god can provide people say they love you when you're going through something where they at where are they at when you ain't got no money in the bank are they truly there for you and even when that comes what that's going to look like What's it going to look like when your relationship starts growing closer to him? You're going to still be homies now? Are they going to understand you? What's your purpose in that? Is it to go back to them? Look, this is a love is all wrapped up in this. All it is is to draw you closer to him. But people just don't take that time, man, and, and really try to put off those things to let God really minister to them and let him show them what it is he's trying to do and that's just love on them i love you Mm. i'm here for you i've always been here for you i will never leave you nor forsake you you the one acting like jonah right now Mm. you the one acting like moses talking about what you can and cannot do i ain't got time for that no if i said it then you're more than capable of handling it my Mm. love goes through is stronger than your fear. So it's like, you have to learn how to let go of these things. And so it's like, 
for me, going back to the to the cereal, to the wine, it's like these things, man, are things that I enjoy. How can I enjoy, you know, my life is fine. I'm enjoying it. How much better can it get? Let go of the wine and only eat them two bowls of cereal and I'll show you. <laughs> he could be trying to save me, bro, from any type of attack that I wasn't aware of, you know what I'm saying? And that's his true, genuine love for me is like, it's not about the cereal, man. It's, I'm trying to protect you here. Mm-hmm. Like, but you're, you're looking at it as you're indulging your enjoyment. Like, I'll be fine. Yeah, you might be, but I'm trying to have you live an extra 45 years and that third bowl knocked off two years. Right? I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's really like that, bro. And, and you'll never know. That's the thing. You won't. You'll never know what God is trying to save you from by giving you these both both of these limitations quote unquote right and objectives yep because we despise both of them we will despise mm. a limitation that god places on us and we'll be like well why are you limiting me especially when it's something that's not sinful quote mm-hmm. unquote, right 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 we'll be like oh god well you know this god is giving me this personal conviction for this thing that i can or cannot do but why mm-hmm. 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 and then you got people that this is a whole nother topic, but you got people that they become um, uh, bitter about it. So they start to impose those things on other people when it's a personal thing between them and God. Man. But this is the thing. There's a reason why God is saying it. And all of this comes down to trust. Yes. Do you trust God enough to take him at his word, mm. both his written word and his personal word right, between right. him and you. Mm. Do you trust him enough that if you follow this thing, it's going to take you somewhere good, even if it gets hard sometimes, even if it's, it, it is a more disciplined lifestyle, whatever the case may be, do you trust him enough? And I know I've talked to people before about being in ministry for for uh, 20 plus years, I've talked to plenty of people who have backslid, mm-hmm. who have gone through a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And many people have told me in personal conversations, they're like, yeah, I backslid. But I, he was always there. He was mm-hmm. always on my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you back. I know people who told me they backslid and they like went completely to a different lifestyle. Never enjoyed it never could enjoy it because they they knew what god's presence was like they knew who god was and that is a tormenting life to live it is the most tormenting but also a life of spiritual mediocrity is just as tormenting as well yes sir yes sir Mm. if you're gonna be lukewarm you're gonna be a person that has no use you have no, there's no use because you fail to commit to God. You living right. in the middle. Bro. And it's not always like people always think that that's like a, a lifestyle where you're like, you go to church on Sunday and you dabble and sin Monday through Saturday. No, maybe you just, <laughs> maybe you, maybe you quote unquote holy, but you just never commit to him. Right. Right. Maybe when, maybe you're, you're, you're the type of person that you have very few vices and to everybody else. You appear to be a good Christian, 
But when God speaks, you don't listen. Mm, mm, mm. Or when God requires something from you, you're like, nah, I'm good with my Sundays. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's yep. just as lukewarm as somebody who goes to church every week and lives a different lifestyle throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no commitment. Yep. And so it's like, bro, I'm not talking about those people like, hey, like uh, you are the vile scum of the earth. No, I'm like, I'm, it's like, wake up because, mm -hmm. you know, God is good. Yes. You know it. And if God is requiring more from you of this in this season, stop acting like it's the worst thing in the world because it's not. You know, it's not. Right. I know you're scared. Mm -hmm. I know you're worried. I know you're worried about what might happen and you're not sure about giving up control. But let me tell you something. You will spend the rest of your days tormented over the fact that you never listen. Man. When instead you could just choose the difficult route of doing it. It's like, yes. the, like people say, choose your heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's right. hard to be fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to work out. Man, for real. Choose your heart. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Right. Truthfully, bro. Truthfully. You know, and, and when you say that, I really let me let me just go back for a second real quick and, and ask you a question. Because, you know, where you're at today and what God has impressed on you in your life, you've been in ministry, like you said, for some some time now, 20 years yeah. of, you know, so you were being groomed uh, into where you're at today. If you could go back, say 15 years and look at yourself sitting in that seat, watching you teach, what is it that you need to tell yourself to get yourself on a track that would not take as long to get to where you're at today? There's a lot of stuff I could tell that, <laughs> that kid. Right, so mm -hmm. 15 years ago, I was terrible at math. I'm an English person, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. like 17, maybe. Uh, wait, I'm 34. Yeah. So what, 19 calculator. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking. 19. And at 19, what did my 19 year old self need to hear? I got like 70 things in my mind right now. <laughs> Bro, I know. <clears throat> and uh, I would tell him, I would tell Eric at 19 years old to, at 19, I was so focused on one thing. Mm -hmm. And that was the big sin in my life. Right. The real thing that had a grip on me. Um, uh, unfortunately, I was not able to make it to a marriage. Right. I understand. That's why I have like I have friends that, yo, by God's grace, they were able to. Mm. And like all of them, I'm just like, yo, you're mad dope. Yeah. Because I wanted I wanted that so bad. Mm -mm. And I wasn't no. able to. Right. Sexual right. purity for me was really difficult. Right. And by God's grace, I held back a lot more than I would have been able to without Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. 
but as a kid who grew up who grew up um bullied uh and feeling ugly because of my weight right right and feeling um unloved and unworthy and despised even mm-hmm. because of my weight the moment that i lost weight and started getting all this attention a lot of attention in a mm-hmm. very quick amount of time mm-hmm. um all it did was reinforce the idea that yes i was in fact ugly yeah <laughs> that's all it did yeah and then i didn't know what to do with all this attention which got me caught up throughout my high school years a couple times mm-hmm. and man i think that i started to find my worth and i started to find myself to be lovable through my sexual experiences mm. while also struggling with the fact that i wanted to be pure for jesus right so what i would probably tell him is that the key for me living a pure lifestyle is nothing but finding my worth in jesus mm. it's nothing but being able to see myself in his eyes with my sin and to still know that he loved me right and you know the thing about being 19 years old and being a leader is that everybody knows your junk <laughs> because everybody at that age talks sure do right mm-hmm. and um i was out there trying bro but there was really no there weren't very many people who were uh really understanding what i was going to because it was deeper than just me messing up right uh, you know now as a man i realize what was going on mentally and in my heart and i can uh um verbalize it to you right now where i was finding my worth in something right mm. um but back then i you know i thought i was just i had i lacked self control and i was a mess and i would I would either tell myself or be told by other people's actions or words that um, <clears throat> I shouldn't be serving God and mm. excuse me a whole yeah. bunch of other stuff and I just wish I could go back and just tell tell that kid like yo God actually loves you mm. like he actually does and um funny thing is is that later on in my life when I gained the weight back because I hurt my knee um those feelings and emotions all came back and i used to call it the black cloud right mm-hmm. because um every morning i would wake up and it was the first thought that i had in my head you're fat jeez man it was literally the first thing i thought about was my weight mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. and um oh god it was it was like it was tormenting and right. right now i'm i'm still overweight um but i don't have that black cloud no more because god dealt with it yeah man and so i wish i could go back and deal with that black cloud 
earlier because then I would have been able to find my worth in Jesus and focus on that. Mm. And I probably would have been able to be more, to have more self-control, mm. right? Be able to focus more on what God wanted to do with me. Right. Um, and, you know, that would have paid a whole bunch of dividends. But at the same time, I also understand that God took me through a process that he needed to take me through. And right. I'm scra- still grateful that he did. Brother, that's good, man. You know, I, I appreciate you sharing that because like for me, you know, I'm always curious, you know, it's like, you know, of course I've I've taken time. I look back, you know, as I look back over my life, you know, I just think about what God has done from there to now. And, uh, you know, I think on those things sometimes because it's just like, man, I was a knucklehead, bro. (laughs) I was a straight knucklehead. And like, what would it have taken for me to really understand that sooner? You know, what would it have taken for Dimitri to say, like, man, I needed that. That's good to put me on that a different course. But I know that guy had this one specifically planned out for me. Right. But as we can look back and say, huh, what would that look like if if I could talk to myself and, and help me to not go down that path or whatever that case is, you know? Would I even listen? Oh, <laughs> you know, but but what you're hitting on, bro, is some heavy stuff because those clouds, um, I've experienced that, you know, yeah. and and uh, and they're heavy. Like you, mm-hmm. there there is just no <clears throat> no light, even though it's the morning time, mm. you know, and uh, because all you see is what you fix fixated on and yeah. and and you can't you, there's just not enough to get you pulled away from that and like you yeah. said how is it that you can go to bed be at whatever state you're in before you go to sleep you go to sleep the first thing when you wake up is boom reminding you enemy you're fat you know just yeah. whatever it is of that thing and it's just like dang Go look in the mirror. And bro, even for me, like I, I've I I know I can be in the gym a lot more than I used to. Like <clears throat> I was in the gym. I played sports all throughout high school, um, had scholarships for for track and field, going into college and stuff like that. But I just played around too much, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. and uh didn't really uh, understand that part. And so I was always fit and then years went on, started, you know, getting into drinking with my friends and college and Mm -hmm. that shifted. And so then it was like, I put on weight from going to the gym and then I put on weight. Now that weight from the gym plus the weight of eating. And now I'm like 300 bro, easy. So it was like, just a problem, you know, so I understand that, that, that cloud and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm, that's good, man. You know, it's good. Not a lot of people are, you know, I love the fact of the dialogue with brothers because not a lot of brothers talk about stuff like this real genuine stuff that goes on. Things are happening. We, and, 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 and they don't want to talk to nobody. It's not that they can't, 
Right. Choose not to. But to be able to put this stuff out here, man, this is healing for somebody right now. This is somebody mm-hmm. being being healed from a thought process that they were holding on to for the last 10 years. and was like, Lord, today is the day that I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. The thing that you don't want me to do and I'm going to do it unless you speak to me. Yeah. Sometimes those moments will come up and they'll hear some what you just said. And it's like. Bro, I've been dealing with that same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's all, man. I just, I love it. You know, I love what you said and it ministers to me, you know, keeps me motivated to want to get myself in order. Not because you say, you know, there's a place where you get to where you, you gain that weight. And it's like, but now your, your focus is different. Like, yeah, it's here, but, and like, I know I'm working on it. And I know that I'm getting myself together, but but God loves me exactly for who I am. And it's just the outward appearance of other people and what they might think about what they see, mm. you know? And <clears throat> so for me, that was the same way for me, bro. Back in the day, 105 degrees, I'm wearing a hoodie. <laughs> Why? Same reason. I don't want my stomach to show, you know, I feel a little fat yeah. today, you know, turn yeah. to the side. If I'm looking straight on, I'm black, you know, your boy's straight. But as soon as I hit that side profile, you like, Dave, what did I do? Yeah. It was that 10 bowls of cereal that got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I'm trying to help you here. I know you, son. Like, okay, okay, you're right, two bowls. But um, I decided to ask, man, because you've asked me so many questions and really getting me with a lot to think about. And, and, uh, but that's just good, you know, for me, so I can continue to encourage other people, you know, who are going through their own journeys in life and say, man, I got a brother, bro, who done been through some things, you know, yeah. and you're not the only one. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You are not the only person that's in life. The thing who, about it. Right. You know, that's and the that's thing about it. Go ahead. I mean, you, you got it there. You already know. Cause it's like, we, our mindset says, what was me? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm dealing with something that something that a lot of people can't understand right now, bro. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing, bro. Because listen, um, a huge theme in my life was being judged a lot. Mm. Okay. I was judged as far back as I can remember. Right. Um, like adults used to just talk crazy about me to my face. Um, and, and a lot of it was because a lot was expected <clears throat> of me and mm-hmm. I failed a lot, you know, especially as a kid. Right. And because um, there wasn't I think I didn't have enough people outweighing that with grace. The judgment just became too much for me. And so actually the recent, one of the most recent things God hit me with, um, out of nowhere is, uh, again, just a random moment of his spirit was that he told me you're not being yourself. He said to me, you are not you in your content, (sighs) bro. That was hard. That was hard hard. Mm. And then uh, what what came from that was a journey of realizing that I had been putting a mask on for many years because of all the judgment. So what I did was I tried to present my best self to people, Mm -hmm. including in my content, Mm -hmm. 
because I was afraid of getting judged. But this is the thing. You, um, if you want to bring healing to somebody, you will have to put yourself in a position where you may be judged. Right. If I didn't take the time to share that with you and with those who are listening, this might be some people would be like, yeah, I always knew that Eric wasn't or Eric, Eric is, blah, blah, blah. I knew, I knew, I knew about this guy or might judge me or whatever. There's that one person who's going to be like, wow, I've been going through something similar. And now I feel like, hmm. and my mind will run in like 20 different directions of different <laughs> ways that people will judge me as right. I'm talking because right. I was so used to it. Right. But now because the Lord dealt with me with it, I'm like, you know what? I counted the cost. And before I used to say the cost of judgment is too high. I don't want to pay it. Now I'm paying it mm-hmm. because the one thing I'm not going to do is not be myself in my content no more. Bro. The one thing I'm not going to do is not be who I am, not be open about it. Now, obviously, you're going to use discretion. Of course, you're going to you're going to you're going to be wise about the things that you share. And I'm still learning that I'm still learning how to fully be myself. But the Lord confronted me about that for a reason and it's because yeah. he wants me to be able to share my authentic self and in his presence is where i learn my authentic self mm-hmm. and in doing that i can bring true healing to people and help people for real people yeah. don't need a, a a washed up clean really really ideal version of eric mm-hmm. They need me to, they need my mind to be right. Going back to the first five minutes of our episode, they need my mind to be right. Mm-hmm. But what I, I tend to think my mind being right means I'm perfect. Okay. There you go. Nah, mm-hmm. my mind being right is my heart being set right with Jesus and sharing things from the right place and being my authentic self. Come on, bro. And in doing that, people receive freedom and healing. Mm-hmm. And so if you need to be <clears throat> freed, from from people's judgment, let it go and allow yourself to be who God called you to be. Mm. 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 Point blank, period. <laughs> Point blank, period. Yeah. That's what I'm talking That's about, it. bro. That's it. That's it. That's, Y'all could truthful. go get your bowl of cereal. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go do that thing. Because that's it. That's good, dog. That's so good. I um, I appreciate that <clears throat> tremendously. Um, and uh, it just again calls, uh, you know, it, even in this conversation, it helps me to remind myself of things in my life, right? The not just walking in the obedience, right, but just really like allowing myself to be who I am, you know. Meaning, yes, I. You know, I usually wear the same kind of clothes on the same kind of day on the same kind of whatever, you know, but I know myself too. still, you know, like you said, behind the behind the camera or behind the content, uh, there's a human being who's still dealing with something that not everybody gets a chance to fully experience the way that God desired for it to be. Um, even as of now, look, if I'm being 100 percent honest, right, which that's what I'm called to do. Even with my weight, there have been times where I still don't feel the way that I want to, right? I haven't been perfect, but I know areas of my life where I have 
had success, right? I can go out the house in 115 degree weather with the t-shirt on now, praise the Lord, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But if if I'm being honest, and I am y'all, y'all truthfully, right? This camera and the way it's set is intentional. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like if you go back and look at my content, you will see for a time I had it at a certain place. Why I just didn't want to didn't want to hit the stomach, dog. You know the, you know up here. Didn't want all this. So and it's just like, oh, no, people want to see that, but maybe they do. Maybe they do want to see a big brother who can still speak the word. You yeah. know, and 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 minister like, man, we we kind of got the same body types. Yeah. You know, and and for me, that's been a a, a thing for me where I've even had to correct that. And and my wife, I'm a my beautiful wife, Tanisha, I love her so much. She's just been... Shout out to Tanisha. <laughs> yes, sir. She's been an encourager, you know, and just so strong uh, for me <clears throat> to help me stop thinking about these things. You know, she was one day was like, why you always record from the same spot? <laughs> why don't you get in the car? Do something different. Like, go, you know, people want to see you. You know, like you got, you don't have to be in one location. And I was just like, you're right. But my head was telling me, well, because I don't know how to adjust this thing the right way to get it the way that I want it to be, you know, but if it ain't about me and it's about everybody else in that word that's being presented, then why am I struggling with something like this? Why am I letting myself, the, the enemy get me? in an area that God's like, who cares? Stop. There, there's somebody behind that video right now on the East Coast in Africa, Nova Scotia, bro. I don't know. I'm just saying stuff right now. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but that I've been waiting. That message is needed. And you got to let go of that stuff. You got to let it go. So for me, uh, this is accountability here, right? This is a part of yeah. what God has me on this lifestyle. Accountability is this. <clears throat> Next time we speak, the camera's going to look a little different. Mm, let's go. <laughs> Next I like time, that. Yeah. Next time, Next time I have content out there, you're going to see it look different. Why? Because either there's two ways to go about this. Either I'm going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Fix it. Get in order if you don't like it or just do what God calls you to do, which is to minister, because there's so much more that can be done with your life. If you're just willing to let go of yourself, brother, come on, stop with all yeah. this. And and people want to see that authentic self. Right. I've, I've heard you say that and yeah. it's powerful. And so when you say something like that, what is the authenticity authenticity look like? Right. Well, it's not just through my my words necessarily. <laughs> and sometimes some, some people got to see, you know, a little, little bit of uh, love, you know, on, yeah. on my body. And and that's what it comes down to. And recognize like, man, I'm a, I see all these people out here got the beautiful this, got the everything on point, got the this like this and the that like that. But that's not me. No, it is you. And you letting that stop you you know, from doing what God called you to do and just being able to know that his love is more important than someone else's thoughts. Mm. So what you on bro today, um, you on some stuff today, bro. (laughs) 
you just you are bro like and, and i and i appreciate it though because it's like man it's just chopping it up with somebody who who you can flow with and understand that there's a lot that that's to this you know and people need to hear this stuff and 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 not just people but me i gotta hear it yeah. too I'm learning every day as you speak and I'm still learning. I'm still picking up uh, what you're putting down, you know? And so it's like, if I can't take anything away from this, then what was the point of this for me? You know? Right. So God's like, yeah, you heard it. You heard what he said. <laughs> this ain't about you just talking to people right now. And that's the one thing I love. He don't never let me get cocky or big conceited. And here's why. <clears throat> that's facts. As soon as I minister he reminds me, you could do better in that area too, son. Like, oh. They don't stop you from ministering, though, because he called you to it. So you don't have to worry about being perfect. Like you said, right? It's not about perfection. It's, about, it's just about that relationship. And like, if he got something for you to do, you just go ahead and do it. But yeah. in, in this whole thing, it's like, man, I just really appreciate the, that part because don't have to be perfect to walk this life. All he calls you to do is to walk this life with him. Enjoy the life with him, the love that he has, and express that same love, the love that he's given to us. Give that to them. So I can take something from what you're saying and you speak in love right now, man. You know, that I think if you being authentic, it has to be true, like in this and in him is love. And, and so I have to allow God to minister to me through you when you're saying something too like that, because like he's imparting love. If you a vessel, then brother got to listen too. like, I can't just be like, mm, y'all hear that? Y'all, y'all hear what he said? <clears throat> y'all heard? <laughs> nah, bro. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. That's how and it I is. And that's how, you know, we're having like that God is present in the conversation. It's like, um, uh, you know, Tim Ross? No, I don't. Okay. I got to show you who he is. <laughs> All right, but, um, but he has a friend that, is a little bit lesser known, Preston Morrison. And he uh, does a podcast too. And he says uh, that the, the episodes, uh, frequently he just says that it's a conversation between him and the listener, mm -hmm. but also with God. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, it's like, yeah, you and I are having a conversation. Plus we have the listener, but also God is in the midst of this conversation. So yeah, we're going to get minister to too because he's going to throw his stuff in yeah all day and like you said i'm talking and he's talking to me while i'm talking <laughs> right that's <laughs> and you talking and he's talking to me For and real, people bro. listening they're probably like yeah they're having a really dope conversation these are real men of the lord <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> yeah but you don't know that we get wrecked too half of the time where god is just like he's like oh yeah you want yeah you said that how you been doing on that though mm-hmm 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 and that, that's like, yo, we submit to that. I submit to it. When mm -hmm. God speaks to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, I got to do that. Bro, after so this call. Both, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're both, we're both like, we're both uh, uh, ministering, but also being in process at the same mm -hmm. time. Like, because we're not arriving. Right. We're still being processed by God. Yeah. Right after this call, we implementing things right after. <laughs> Straight up, dog. <laughs> That's As keeping a, it real. That's, and so if you listen today and you don't do nothing about it, that's on you, dog. That's on you. If you still eat 10 bowls of cereal after this. <laughs> right. Bro, you. That's you between didn't. you and God. 
I don't know who you are because I can't see you. So you can hide if you want to. That don't mean you should. Ooh, boy, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Like, that's the truth, man. Um, being able to take this <clears throat> when it calls over to really take time to unpack everything. You know, it's a it's a literally a gift wrapped up right now. And the call is over and I have time to unwrap that gift <clears throat> and start pulling out these things that these nuggets that came from this like, oh, oh, that's so dope. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my gosh. That's good, too. Like, thank you. And 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 really start, like you said, applying that thing. You get a gift, you use it. Mm. Right. You don't just let it sit on the shelf, you know, because that gift can be freely given away and it's like why waste that man it was a precious gift given and now we just don't touch it nah i'm sorry i got i got work to do still <laughs> and, facts, bro. man look you know i'm curious dog like i know um i don't know what the uh, uh, now with all this I, i'm assuming you're gonna you know take and and figure out how you're going to process and do all these different things, right? You know, I don't think, I don't know if this is just like this, the the whole amount, we putting it out there, you probably do your cuts and stuff. I don't know. But I know there's still some stuff that I want to go over with you, you know, some stuff that, you know, we did talk about because it's like, I don't know how, when, whenever, but it's like, bro, I think that that's a whole nother area that really um, needs to be talked about. And, yeah, and, um, but with this, for me, the way that I feel and just where Holy Spirit just takes conversations, you know, and, and what he does in the middle of them. Um, that's why I just love how God operates. You know how it goes. Dog. You you write down a message, got your whole message squared away, spend all this time on it or whatever the case it is. And all of a sudden you get up and start talking and it ain't got nothing to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it got nothing to do. Yep with what you spend time on and that's when Holy Spirit just be flowing. And, and mm -hmm. that's why I love this time brother. Cause <clears throat> you give me an opportunity, man, just to see what this looks like. You know, when we minister to each other, people get connected in such a way and, and just trusting and believing God, you know, and mm -hmm. just knowing that when you are able to step out of, of your comfort zone, what can be created through that process. And, and that's the thing where, you know, Again, this is the obedience part for me, man, and just being like, all right, Lord, okay, but and and here we are talking on some really deep stuff that I know someone's gonna be followed at their seat for, you know. And uh and what you're hitting on right now, man, it's just been it's just been good, dog. I don't even know what else to say. You know, I got yeah. I got so much in me right now, but at the same time I ain't trying to take up nineteen hours of your time today. You know what I'm saying? And 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 but there's just That's a good it's a good thing though. It's a good thing that um like one of my favorite verses is my spirit bears witness with your spirit that we are children of God. And so mm. when you get in the same room with somebody that that's like the primary requisite, but then also somebody that just vibes with you where you have like a similarity of sorts that that's a good thing mm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i say that to say that we'll definitely do that i'm gonna wrap up the podcast because my camera is about to die for sure brother but um yeah we'll definitely do that actually an idea i have maybe we'll do like a behind the scenes episode 
that'll go up on my Patreon where we'll, you and me will just do a call and we'll record it and we'll throw it up out there whoever wants to see it on the Patreon so that might be dope man whatever you want to do bro just know like you already know I was up at 7 o'clock yes <laughs> you and Cali 10am for me we started he started at 7 so bro I appreciate that but either way thank you guys so much for being here for listening um yeah if you're still here type in the comments i'm still here i made it and uh make sure that you subscribe if this yo if there's somebody you got to share with this with this is one where i know this one needs to be shared so definitely do that thank you guys have an amazing week i will see you back again next tuesday for another episode of the podcast peace